Welcome to Girls on Film with Chapman Radio. Follow us on our socials at Girls on Film Radio. Hi, guys. OMG. We're back. What is going on? This is crazy. Welcome to season two of Girls on Film. No boys, no filter, just two Dodge girls talking about the films that we want to talk about. (laughs) Izzy Girl is so eloquent and sounding so good. We are back in business. Hopefully this is working. I don't know. We are going to let it roll for a sec. I think we're we're, we're getting back in the studio. We're trying to see if... After almost two months of not sitting here and talking to... It feels a little um, like an out-of-body experience. I kind of miss having this like hour-long period of time throughout the week where I can just like not think about anything else other mm-hmm. than movies and TV shows and stuff like that. So I think we just missed the structure that we had after interterm. I feel like I was very lost or like after break and interterm, I was very lost having no structure yeah. at all. And then having to get into a routine yeah. that doesn't just require or like, school yeah but like all of the other interests and like yeah things that i'm doing and we couldn't record the last two weeks even though we were here because they were training new djs so to yeah. all the new shows that are coming out because we're now mature we have <laughs> official adult we are veterans yeah veterans <laughs> veterans of, of the radio, radio industry yes um speaking of new shows maddie why don't you tell us about your new show that you're also hosting this uh semester um, so silly because I'm just so obsessed with Chapman Radio. I'm just so obsessed. <laughs> we are fans, mega fans mega of ourselves. <laughs> fans of this little green box with a silly little face on it. Yes. But I am now going to be hosting another show, a solo show without Miss Izzy Bass. I will be in the studio when she records these or when she like airs these, but I will not be talking. Isn't sadly. that so, that's madness. But <laughs> I, alongside film and writing and everything, I'm also very passionate about music. And I feel like even when we're, doing our episodes, Girls on Film, I always be talking about music in some yeah. way or another. She's multifaceted. I am multifaceted when girls can like like more than one thing. <laughs> That's crazy. But I'm going to be hosting my own show called Pierce Radio every Wednesday from 5 to 5.50. 5, 5.50, 5.6, I don't know. Something Just around then. Around then. But my little tagline is the loud and fast, the angsty and lovesick, a collection of DJ Maddie's favorite punk, hardcore, and alternative tracks. Straight to Chapman Radio. And this is when I applaud. Yay! We are very excited. Please tune in. If you don't, I feel bad for you because but she then I has also, good music taste. And I, but then again, I also understand because you're already listening to us for yes. an hour straight. And we're annoying. And we are annoying. But at least for a music show, I won't be talking the whole time. <laughs> yeah, but if you want to come support some local girls just trying to figure out, do our own little things, yeah. come we, hang with me. Yes, please do. We have a lot of fun and exciting episodes that are going to come out this year. We're obviously mm-hmm. doing this every week at Tuesday, or Tuesday at 2. Mm-hmm. Um, so tune in every single week. Please do. We love hearing feedback from you guys. We very much, first semester, it was all just learning not only the equipment, but just how Chapman Radio works yeah. as a whole and just like how college works as a whole yeah but i think we're gonna try and apply the show into more and social be, media social media and, and just and be more committed to it outside yeah. of just being going right on air right yeah. yes exactly yes so look out for that on 
our one social media site, Girls on Film Radio on Instagram. Yes. We're almost at 100 followers. Yes. Tell your friends, your moms, your dads, your aunts, your uncles to come follow your us. Your teachers. And hang. Your professors, <laughs> anyone. Yes. To come hang with us. Also, we are going to learn how to upload these episodes to Spotify and Apple Podcasts because I know that people just want to listen to us. Maybe not exactly at our airtime, but. Just by some chance, the t- completely different tangent. Everyone that we know is, has, has class, class right, right now. now. So we have to do it for the girls. We have to yes. do it for everyone so that they can listen. No excuses. Yes, no excuses. So we will learn how to do that um, so you can re-listen to the episodes eventually. But in this episode, we are going to be talking about our top five films of 2021 super quickly. And then we're going to mm-hmm. get into things that are coming out in 2022, like films and TV shows that we're mm-hmm. excited to see and also very much not excited to see. Yeah, we're kind of treating this first episode for season two as like a recap. Yeah, a recap it, and a rundown of the fall of the year to come. Exactly. Yeah. We're trying to keep it, you know, fun and fresh. Yes. But then also we kind of left off on last episode Christmas yeah so abruptly yeah we need a, a little recharge or a exactly bring us, bringing us back to our roots yes <laughs> um so yeah that's gonna be our first episode so I'm gonna go into my top five really quickly yeah I feel like I've talked about all of these in previous episodes no, that's already. why they're your top five they because are you watch yeah yes so I actually don't maybe I haven't mentioned this one my number one of the year was pig with Nicolas Cage and our favorite wolf brother Alex Wolf well, uh-huh. not our favorite we love both we love of them? the wolf brothers yes but um, it's about a truffle hunter in Oregon. Um, he lives in the wilderness, and he has to return to his life in Portland to um, find his foraging pig after she is kidnapped. And it sounds like the weirdest film ever, but it's so amazing, and I love it. If you love indie films, this is great. Nicolas Cage's performance is awesome. My mm-hmm. second is Dune. I, I can't say anything that yeah. everyone else like hasn't said already. Um, mm-hmm. It's amazing. Star-studded cast, nominated for a bunch of Oscars. Um, it's the start of the next big sci-fi series, and yes. I really love sci-fi. A lot of people didn't like it, but... Those are, Those are other people. Those are other people, not me. Um, okay, number three. I think we both have this on our list. Yeah, is Spider-Man No Way Home. Not a surprise. I don't have words. If you haven't seen it already, I'm going to spoil it. So don't listen yeah, to the next yeah, three seconds of this. Yeah. Um, it was just an iconic moment to have all three spider man on screen. And even though, like, Tom Holland is our generation, like, our generation Spider-Man, I mm-hmm. love Andrew Garfield and I love Tommy McGuire. And it's like, yeah. seeing them all come together was just like, I don't know, an out-of-body experience in the theater. Mm-hmm. So that was just a top mostly yeah. for entertainment um four is west side story i saw this with my dad um everything is great except ansel <gasps> Elgort. Mm, yeah we um, talked about that before i wrote a review for it on my blog self promo to the bets breakdown if you want to mm-hmm. look me up but um the music was great the acting was great i'm getting a tattoo for it like we we already know she's what's a fan she's a my stan. favorite musical of all time i loved it it was great and number five is a little small film that i don't think anyone else has seen other than tall shannon because mm-hmm. i made her watch it with me it's called the map of tiny perfect things Retelling of Groundhog Day, but it's a cheesy romance, very cute, makes me feel warm, and it makes the Groundhog Day theme not as boring. Lovely. That was my top five. Maddie, want to get into it? Okay, mine is not in any sort of order, and mine isn't, like, specifically my positive top fives, but then also just, like, just a mix of my opinions on films from yes. 2021 just as a whole. I This came out in July, Green Knight with Dev Patel, Love. literally my husband. He's so yummy. But I don't know how to say his name. Sir... Gawain, that's who his character is, sets out on an adventure to confront the Green Knight, a mysterious figure who lives deep in the forest of Camelot. And I am not very, I'm not like a kings and queens, like medieval kind of girl. But No I Vikings think, for you. No Vikings for me. But I think it's an A24 film, so we all had the expectation that it was going to be great. But yeah. I think it was just, even just having Def Patel and 
Indian actor or a person of color actor being someone who was like everyone yeah. kind of perceives as already being like a white person just put a whole new perspective yeah. for me even if it had nothing to do with like his race itself in the film yeah I and feel I, like there's like a whole conversation to be had about representation and not using someone's race as like their whole personality and I feel like this was like a perfect yeah way to do that and I think there was like we'll talk about this eventually Bridgerton how mm-hmm. they did that with the casting and didn't exactly. even it wasn't even a part of the mm-hmm. topic of any episode ever but it was just because they were great actors playing their no, roles no that is exactly but it and I feel like that's why it's so and this was one of the it came out in July so it was like in the summer of 2021 yeah. but I feel like it was one of like the first memorable movies that I saw in the theater yeah. during Corona yeah. but yes loved that and then the second one that I put is Lost Daughter, um, directed by... It was Maggie Gyllenhaal, right? Yes. I just... Yes. I put it because we had a really great opportunity here at Dodge, oh, at Chapman University, yes. Dodge <laughs> College of Film and Media Arts, because um, we had to put the whole title. Um, Dakota Johnson came and talked to us, and she screened the film before it yeah. was even out on Netflix, like a month before it was out, and screened mm-hmm. the film and talked about it afterwards. It was amazing. It was just such a cool opportunity, and I, and I wrote in our kind of notes that when you have like a, such a cool opportunity and like a pretty good movie, it, it makes just... makes the movie better. It makes the movie better better and she like kind of roasted us and she was like making silly little jokes about film us school? being yeah. virginal film students <laughs> yes. and it was just, a, just I love the story coming from like a female perspective and then just like talking about motherhood and like the maternal instincts that we have yeah. between like I different also, female figures I also just love a film that I don't understand what's going on at the end of it yeah. I'm just like who threw the pine cone is my no. one question that I keep asking and like uh, I loved when we saw the pre-screening all of us obviously had to like put in our letterbox and be like yes, yes we did watch it we before we did it came watch out. it before every single person ever and then we look through like all the reviews and seeing like the people that we know from school and it's like all the guys that are giving it one star like it doesn't make sense (laughs) I'm like it's because it's not for you yeah it's not for you it's for the girls it's for the girls like come on the Paul Meskels in it is for the girls (laughs) it is for the the short shorts I love it okay obviously I also have No Way Home and I okay in my opinion I didn't think it was like the craziest or most like amazing Marvel movie but I think it was smart in that it took advantage of like the gags and people's desire for nostalgia. Yes, the nostalgia is the appeal. The I think. nostalgia is com- is totally the appeal of it, and I think it's like they were pleasing the audience even if it was expected because I feel like once they kind of like established the trio of Spider-Mans yeah. now, once they introduced Tom Holland into like the MCU, it well, was like inevitable that they had to at one point bring them all together, and I feel yeah. like this it was like a pivotal time to do it right now when people are like longing for something to hold on to something familiar something familiar especially in like the whole realm of people not being able to go to the movies for so long and everything and now we get all of these new marvel films that are going to be crazy and Mm -hmm. chaotic and bring in so many different animated characters and stuff that we've never seen before in the mcu and i just Mm -hmm. i kind of like how they're doing it it was a prime time yeah and i think it just like it reignited an excitement for everything not to say that it already wasn't yeah. exciting and everything but I feel like it just like was it acknowledged the past of like Spider-Man's yeah. past it wasn't erasing it no it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't Spider-Man erasure and then my following two are not my favorites but they're just like just comments yeah just comments. comments but one film that I regret not following as it was coming out was Zola the A24 film and if you don't know what this was it was literally insane a Twitter moment like a it monumental was, moment in Twitter history yeah so this is, quote-unquote, from Times. They said, for the uninitiated, a brief summary. In 2015, at the age of 19, Zola, who the film is about, chronicled a mostly true tale of epic proportions in a 148-tweet thread that began with the blossoming of friendship and a road trip to a strip club in Florida and ended with a shootout. It's, it's always Florida. No, it's, it's always <laughs> yes. Florida. Long Beach, Florida, red flag. But yes, they pretty much made this movie and wrote it. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I just heard so many things it's about just, it. I think it just... 
the intersection between social media and film has it's always crazy. is so interesting and i feel like people kind of think about that intersection as just taking social media figures and putting them in films no. but no i think i love the track that they were going on and adapting something that yes. happened on social media took, and putting it on the screen they took 148 tweets and made it a oh, script into a movie story. this exactly. woman went berserk on twitter no <laughs> it was so sick and i just thought it was so cool and it really i don't know i feel like people just don't take social media seriously which is as they should yeah. but then when a story presents itself a good story presents itself you have to take advantage of it yeah and I regret not, I remember when it came out, because obviously all of us follow A24, so. Yes. So, like. Film students must. Exactly. It's a must. So, I regret not watching it right when it came out, but just, like, the story is so unique coming from a Twitter thread, and, like, the promo for it was so cool, because it was very much, like, Euphoria vibes, where it was very, yeah. like, futuristic makeup and all this cute stuff, mm -hmm. and Nicholas Braun is Lots in it. Lots of pinks and purples and blues yes. and Yes, and it was just super cute. Loved it. And then a disappointing movie for me was the film Moxie, which was based off a book, and it's based off the the novel is based off like the Riot Girl era of like the nineties, yeah. and how the this like Riot Girl mom who grew up in this kind of thing, how her kind of experience with it has impacted like her daughter and her daughter's. Um, journey through high school and everything i just think it's so I, i'm reading in the notes maddie said it's made from marvel made it no i wrote marvel that it's you, netflix oh netflix. i don't know why i wrote marvel well then i still but, agree with your statement no yeah because so what i said was that if it wasn't made through netflix i feel like it could have been so much better because it was so polished the whole point of like see this is me talking about my music stuff <laughs> the whole point of riot girl and like the punk era and just like all these different things is that people were doing what they wanted without the opinions boundaries. without boundaries and then without the opinion of the public and i feel like the whole moxie as a whole and the way netflix approached that they kind of like t did not think about it in that way at all they I were just feel like hulu could have done it well hulu could have done doing it. pam and tommy right now pretty decently well so <laughs> yeah. and yeah i feel like netflix now has a reputation that they are a platform for families yeah and like if they see a film or an opportunity to make a film about female empowerment they're going to do it as yeah. any platform should but i think just the approach that they did it did not it Work. did a disservice to the yes. story itself yes and then but nico haraga's in it and we love him we love him which sucks but yeah that I was, wish moxie could have been better that was our top fives for 2021 yes um if you haven't followed us on instagram already go and follow us at girls on film radio we post really silly good stuff but then also important things yeah important <laughs> things about the show that you need to know to listen um but yeah. dm us or go answer our question on our story about what you're excited to see in 2022 or not excited to see mm -hmm. and we will mention it at the end of the episode if we have time yes. so hot takes yes okay so we're gonna go through films first I guess it's a, not like a speed round, but we're going to try to get through a lot of them because I wrote a lot. Worthy. Yeah. I wrote a lot down. Um, the first thing I wrote down was Belle. I just watched this movie like in, I think it was during Intertime. I don't remember. Um, with a few of my friends, um, Shannon, <laughs> Maddie's roommate, the other Shannon, mm -hmm. and Zoe, if y'all are listening. Um, it was a retelling of Beauty and the Beast, but set in like a virtual reality platform. And oh my goodness, it was great. It was like Ready Player One and Beauty and the Beast like mixed together. I loved it. I don't know why it didn't get as much like hype around it because there was an american dub of it because it's i think Urgh. it's originally in korea or japanese I, I feel like 
yeah, that kind of stuff. I don't know. I feel like you. It was animated. I should have said. I think I said it was animated. (laughs) It is animated, and I love animated films. I don't like. I feel like um, this is like a general opinion between a lot of people who are interested in film. I feel like English dubs of international films are so. So that's what I thought, and then all the reviews were saying the English dub was great because Hunter Schaefer voices one of the characters, and we love Hunter Schaefer. Hunter Schaefer is for the girls. We love Hunter Schaefer. It's for the girls. Okay. I don't know. People said the American dub was like specifically good in reviews. I don't know. Interesting. Okay, next. This is one that I've just wanted to die and talk. Like, I've been dying to talk about it for forever because I saw it on YouTube. Like, I get into, uh-huh. like, deep uh, YouTube, like, grinds where I just, like, am going yeah. through all the trailers that just came out on, like, all the uh-huh. movie YouTube channels. This one is called The In-Between. It, oh, oh yeah. It, I want to scream. This. It's with Joey King um, and Kyle Allen. And the trailer was so horrible. I don't understand. I, I can't. <laughs> talk about the trailer because i don't know what happened but it went it had potential to be a cute romance and turn into like a Mm. supernatural like in the other world i don't even know but if you want to add the in between to your list of things not to watch in 2022 the in between don't watch it i feel like people are trying at this point we're all trying to kind of put twists and turns on different like just tropes yeah. and like or i feel like just like every teen generation we're just so angsty <laughs> and we're like all oh, just want to die so badly yeah. so the idea that was of a really good <laughs> just like the idea of finding love like the in-between and like yeah. the but it turns inter- supernatural and i was like no. oh what is that um yeah. okay this is another one that we've been dying to talk about we have two things under this category um mm-hmm. i don't know if y'all know jake short from ant farm oh my god he's been in like a bunch of movies recently, but this one is called Super Cool, mm-hmm. and it has like her name is Kira Kosarin from the Thundermans, and Madison Bailey from <gasps> okay, Ant- I do. The Outer <gasps> Banks is in it. Oh my gosh! But yep. It's uh, Jake Short plays a nerd, and he loves this girl, but he has no idea what Eleven Eleven is apparently. And his friend is like, "You should make a wish on Eleven Eleven to like make her notice you because you're a nerd and I'm no one saying. notices you." And instead of like her noticing him, he turns into like a different hot actor, mm. and then like goes and falls in love with her. But like. He sees himself in the mirror normally. I don't know. They make stupid movies like this, and I'm like, yeah. why are we doing this? I understand the need for brainless like entertainment, but like, mm-hmm. no, no. Yeah. What was the other thing we were gonna talk about with him? Oh so we don't forget. God. Um, there's this it, it, trailer. If you've been on YouTube it's in the a last vulgar, month, though, but like, I don't know. If you've been What's on YouTube like? for the past month, every ad that comes on before any video is this show. I'm trying Maddie's to find gonna look it. it up right it's, now. it's basically like. I don't like, it's gross to think about, Just but it. it's very much like, you know how teens be horny. Teens yes. be wanting um, something more, something more. But he, Jake Shore, who is he was just talking about, who was also Fletcher from Ant Farm. That's how most of us already know him. There's a film that he's in on a Hulu called Sex Appeal. And it's basically where he's like, he is not the protagonist. He's like the best friend of the yeah. protagonist, but basically this nerdy girl, <laughs> she like is like so perfect, of course, in every aspect yeah. of her life, but she just cannot get laid. Yes. So she's like, I'm gonna make like an an algorithm. I'm gonna make an app that's gonna help me get yes. laid. And then he, of course, is pining over her, and he's like yeah. the best friend. And it's, it's very like, much giving Noah Centineo Netflix movie. No, it is, What's the one? The swipe right? Is that what ew, it's called? I know exactly what you're Where talking about. Where they build the app that's just like Tinder. No, yeah, exactly. I know exactly what you're talking about. But, but yeah, yeah, it's don't it's, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> appeal and the freaking yeah it's called sex appeal because sex app yes oh that's really funny and good and silly and original that literal the like no well okay (laughs) moving on i feel like that should be illegal as they're probably in high school (laughs) and then they're making an app where she's trying to get laid like i mean oh well no one has to know keep it a secret 
don't think too deeply about anything. <laughs> okay, next I have Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part 1. Ugh. There's nothing we need to say about this. No. Y'all, y'all already know. Y'all Hello. already know. But Part 1 comes out this year, and I think they already made Part 2, so I think and that's also coming out. My professor, F- Courtney White, for my film aesthetics class last semester, her husband worked on a handful of like animated movies that have come out within our generation, like Cloudy with the Chains of Meatballs, like all those kind of things. And he worked as an editor for the first one. Legend. Legend. So he came into our class last semester and he talked to us about like editing and audio and all this stuff. Film student things. And it was so crazy. It was nuts. Because it was like so casual conversation. Like casually working for Marvel. Yeah. And like my professor was like, yeah, we like know, obviously they both know stuff that everyone doesn't know. And they were like talking about it. Well, I mean, if y'all want to check out, if y'all want to check out my blog post on Dodge College Blogs, I interviewed one of the writers for an episode of Hawkeye, the Marvel series, um, which was really cool. It's just interesting how we can just like talk to all these people who have done such crazy things and they're so chill about it. Like if I was working with Marvel, I would pee. No, exactly. How? So I think also just like for these people who are already adults. Yeah. And they're like, I don't want to say like middle age, but they are middle age. They didn't, they aren't growing up with like this, this stuff. Yeah. They aren't growing up with like an Into the Spider Verse. They're making verse. it. They yeah. are the ones making it, so they don't have that kind of significance to them. It's like work. Yeah. But for us, it's, it's like, like our pleasure. lives. It's yes. like our lives, exactly. Okay, next I have the Batman. I'm so excited for no, this. Like, I, be... it just looks, it looks so they good. They it so well. I know. It looks <laughs> so good. I love Paul Dano, even though we cannot see his face in this. I know. He's just. <laughs> oh, no, no I'm excited for Robert Pattinson to get his 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 A game back on because yeah. people judge him for Twilight and I don't agree. Twilight no. was bad. Don't was judge bad, his acting for that. But he also literally hates it. He hates it. He was in Twilight too, but I think that's what kind of is the appeal of it as well. Yeah. Because it's just so silly. So and silly. like Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I'm a, uh, oh she has my a thing God. for strays. <laughs> literally I can't very excited. And yeah. Okay. It's going to be so good. Next, I have this on the list. It's called Moonfall. I think it came out already, but it was supposed to be like the moon starts breaking apart and falling towards the oh earth. God. But then that everyone said like it was so bad. Movie. That's what I'm saying. It sounded so Making good, but now I don't want to watch it because people are saying it was just bad. Oh, what's that? Who, there's the one guy from the, the not the poultry guys. Literally, Halle Berry is in it. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, she didn't talk what about the it. Heck? The, she didn't talk about it at the master class. Oh my God. See, another Chapman Halle, Dodge Halle Berry opportunity. came to Chapman and did a little master class. Freaking for us. nuts. I'm looking but right now, but yeah. Who it looks like a movie I would like, but then the yeah. reviews are just so bad. And I'm like, why do people got to make bad sci fi movies? Mm, not right. F- okay. Oh, play former NASA astronauts. Okay. Yes. I'm seeing. We already talked about kind of Doctor Strange, or not really, but Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is coming out. The trailer, mm-hmm. the new trailer just like dropped like yesterday, I think. Mm-hmm. Crazy just, stuff. I just, I my brain can't handle it anymore. I know. And just, well, he, what was he in? Um, What's his, what's his name? Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch? Cumberbatch? What's that one movie that I, you said you didn't like? Wasn't he in some? He was in a, oh, Power of the Dog that yeah. just came out? Oh my God, don't tell Joe Rowe that I do not <laughs> like Power of the Dog. He knows this already. It's so crazy that I know they're actors and they're so good because they're able to be so multifaceted. How is he playing a cowboy and then also a wizard? <laughs> Who literally manipulates time, time and space. Crazy. This crazy. That proves good acting. No, it does. But I mean, Doctor Strange, I feel like he is... As if anything in Marvel can be underrated. Yeah. But I no, feel I like he, he, is he is a significantly underrated character within the yeah. MCU. Yeah. At he, least from my perspective. Of, I like, think. Seeing it, stuff. I, don't know. I think like completely. He's okay. so tight. Good. I'm glad we agree. Yeah. Okay. Next. I have The Lost City. I am so excited mm. for this movie for 
two reasons. One, Brad Pitt. Two, seeing Channing Tatum play a character he was meant to play, a hot man with long hair who is a model no. on a book cover. I do not like Channing Tatum. I'm scared. But to look Sandra at Bullock this. plays this author that writes spicy romance novels, and then Daniel Radcliffe, who somehow always plays the villain in every movie now. <laughs> he is like we actually or the novel that she writes is called The Lost City of D or something, mm-hmm. and it's a fake story right but then daniel mm-hmm. radcliffe is like you're gonna help us find the real city and she's like what i wrote the? a book and then channing tatum I see. her album her, her book cover model is like i'm gonna come help you because i'm the character in the book i'm not just a cover model I and then they go like on a trip to the jungle or something this is so silly because i'm literally just looking through like promo photos for it and she's fully look- in like a pink sequence dress and, the and then they're yeah and heels and they're going through but the brad pitt the is jungle. in it and he plays just a that hot is jungle so guy random i know but i'm so excited to see it because that is the brainless content that I that need. is yeah i very bra- oh my god yeah okay he, next this is just so I'm, I'm, we're moving fast today, no, ladies and gents. Next, I have The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. It is a movie starring Nicolas Cage about Nicolas Cage. <gasps> oh, this he is plays himself, one. but like mm-hmm. in the period of time where he was like broke and gets hired to go to this like party and mm-hmm. re- like recreate all of the roles that he's played before. Mm-hmm. But it turns into like a crime, like uh, like kind of like mo- not mafia, um, like action film. Yeah, with Nicolas Cage, and I'm just very excited because I love Nicolas Cage. That's so crazy. Wait, do we know? Like, where did this story come from? Like, when no did they ch- decide to do this? I have no idea, but it's brilliant. Because brilliant marketing, because he just came out with, like, the pig movie that I loved. Yeah, I, I think it's very interesting it. because that means he has to acknowledge the fact that he did have, like, yeah. a dip in his career. Yeah, where he bought just, like, random ar- artifacts and, like, put them in his house and then went broke. Yeah, I think that's so... I feel like that would be such, like, a weird internal feeling. If that was... If I was him in his situation, I would be, like... I think it's so on brand for him, though. He does the weirdest stuff. And I think it's a good representation of, like, I don't Mm -hmm. know, celebrity culture in a way. Yeah. Very interesting. Next, apparently there's a Legally Blonde 3 coming out. Really? I looked it up. I said, what films are coming out in 2022 that I should know about? Yes. I don't know. Maybe she's in it? I don't know. If she isn't, then of course... She has to be in it. I don't know how they... Have they filmed it already? I don't know. I don't know. That's just to keep an eye out for... Legally if true three. or false, who knows? <laughs> Next, I have Lightyear, the uh, Disney movie that is <gasps> about the man that Buzz Lightyear, the toy, was based off of. So it's not mm. about Buzz Lightyear. It's about the guy who the toy was based off of in the movie as if it was a real person. Disney will Chris have, Evans is voicing him. So yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> Disney has like a gorilla grip on all of these like Marvel men and Marvel people. Even if like them for roles Exactly. Over even again. if they aren't officially like really in the MCU anymore. Yeah. Like Chris Evans, they said, let We're me run him. <laughs> yeah, but then he, good for him though. Run him his check. Well, I mean, he does kind of look like he, they made even it if it, like Even him. though it's animated. It does look like him. The big chin. No, I mean, but the women, the women are going to go watch that film. It's not for kids. The film is not for children. It is not for the kids of that Disney. It is for the, the women that watch Toy Story and now get to see Chris Evans play an animated Buzz that Lightyear. That is nuts. I love silly. it. Okay, next I have The Northman. I've been hearing about this for so long. It's um, the same director as The Witch in the Lighthouse, Roger e- Roger Edgers. Robert mm-hmm. Edgers? Is that his name? Yeah, Robert. Um, th- it's about oh. a Viking prince avenging the death of his father, and it has the uh, one of the, oh, the Skarsgård brothers in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's just something that I think a bunch of film bros are going to love. So, Ugh. might as well mention it. Might uh, as well. Yeah, and we're mentioning it before all of them talk about it. We're <laughs> yeah. mentioning it before yeah, they talk about it. Yeah, we're mentioning it first. We're here mm-hmm. first. We're the film girls. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, okay. Of course the Scars Guards have to be in it. <laughs> like, at least one of them. Quick mention to a film called Turning Red coming out. Another Disney animated film. <gasps> Is that what the fox? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a fox. I think it's no, like a bear. No, it's a, it's, it's, a, a, red it's a red panda. Okay, there red we go. Pa- there we go. No, I saw this. And, like... I feel like I have been seeing some discourse on this new, like, animation style that Disney's been doing, like, with Luca, how their mouths yeah. are, like, so red. Yeah. They look like a big bead, and this yeah. follows the same animation style. 
very interesting. They're like Which I like. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I think it's people are just always have something to say when things change. It's like you animate it better then. What do yeah, you want? From exactly. Us? You do it. You yourself. Do it if you want to animate it. I know exactly. So cute. You bolded this next one. So why don't you give a no, little No, it's because we all ha- I thought we were going to wait until at the end oh, because people were... Oh, okay. We're saving this one for the last. Sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. We got some mentions about it. Yeah. Um, okay, next. Avatar 2. <laughs> oh, I, I think the running joke should just be that this never comes out. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> okay, Avatar 2 has been, like, they've... Yeah. The amount of times I've heard, Avatar 2 is coming out this, like, month. It's not. No, it's not. It hasn't been... It's been coming out for three years. Yeah. Or something like that. There's another movie on this list that's been coming out forever, too. But, like... Why isn't it out yet? Why did they make this film 10 years ago and now just decide to film five or eight of them and then just release them all year after year? Because, like, the when did the first one come out? Like, early 2009, 2010? It It was like so revolutionary because it was 2009. The things that it was like. it was so revolutionary because CGI had never been used in that way before, yeah. right? Or something to do, like, like that. Whole body, whatever. But then, how many? It's been how many years since then? Like, have you seen the freaking Marvel movies? Have you seen all these yeah. other things that have adapted this technology and are coming out with movies this quick? Yeah, I don't. For know For them what to have not, do. they really have to. I mean, it's like a it's a double edged sword kind of thing. Either they're gonna have to impress if they really want to keep this like same yeah. um fan base yeah and everything or they can just like do the bare minimum because technology is so good at this point yeah that, people like, will go and see them anyway yeah so. exactly okay next elvis there's an elvis movie coming yeah. out a biopic with austin butler i mean he just that's looks it. just exactly it's, like him yeah. just dye his hair black yeah and that's then it. have him do the lift and eat some <laughs> and peanut can, butter yeah. or banana sandwiches or yeah. something that's it um you want to we want to <laughs> no. say on three no. one wait okay. we can say on three the next two are very exciting one two three don't worry darling I, was gonna say, I thought we were gonna say Harry oh <laughs> okay one the two three Harry, Harry Styles, Styles film era film period that's it that's literally I just he's coming off okay the whole music thing again oh, we just gosh. can go into any of our all of our silly little tangents but Harry coming off his. Last New album. last album, last tour. tour, everything. It's just so crazy that now he's, he's not getting his, he's not catching a break. No. Good for him. S- but oh my gosh, he's just doing too well. He's, he's doing, doing too good. But uh, don't, don't worry, worry, darling. This stuff, just this, like the film hasn't even come out yet. And like very bare minimum information about it is out. Yes, but just like who's in it. Yeah, but like the lore that is already surrounding it. Like how Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde have met and now they're like a yeah. thing. And then Harry and Florence, two of like yeah. Hollywood and just like social media's favorite it figures up, yeah, it ever and then just knowing that harry okay it's so toxic that we like love like the toxic man trope and we yeah. think that they're so hot even when they're like mean and like abusive but and it's stuff. harry styles so but I'm it's a harry so has it they're doing that to me <laughs> i know but he's coming out with don't worry darling this year and also my policeman and mm. if y'all don't already know he is playing eros the, the brother of thanos in marvel yes um, my bad mm-hmm. for spoiling it for you if you haven't seen eternals yet which but, like, is another story but it's <sighs> Just He's just the, doing the most. No, He's doing the it's most. so good. We and do like, a whole Harry Styles episode. No, we literally can, though. But, like, for my policeman, I feel like for Don't Worry, Darling, and both of them, Harry has, okay, first of all, Harry has cited himself to say that his favorite kinds of movies are, like, rom-coms. Yeah. But since his acting debut, he has yet to do. Thrillers and yeah. dramas. Exactly. Okay. So it's very interesting to see. But I feel like also if he just immediately went into rom-com, it was, like, what everyone would be expecting yeah. from him as being, like, a Hollywood heartthrob. Yeah, I agree. So very interesting that he, these two are very different films yeah because one just like right off the bat one is a between a straight couple him and a straight couple and then for my policeman he's playing like yeah a gay guy yeah. so 
loving the diversity. Harry, yeah, the diversity <laughs> in roles. Of Harry Styles. Yeah, can't uh, wait to see this. Next, there's a girl at our school who is going to be in the new Monster High movie. Yes, I don't remember her name. La, I think her name's Mia something, right? Mia, Mia, if you're listening, which I you think. aren't, don't. Don't, don't like me for that. Yeah, don't check us. Um, but she's gonna be in the new Monster High movie that's coming out. I'm very excited for it. No. It's just my childhood. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. Knowing that they hired a freshman in college, yeah, which is like 18, 19, makes so me feel cool. better about Love the rest watching of the cast. it. And yeah, Love. yeah. Okay, I'm gonna skip this one and go to Baby Shark. <laughs> They're making a Baby Shark movie, and I don't know <laughs> whose idea know. this was, but I'm not seeing it, and is I it will like block anyone action. who posts anything about it. I think it's like a music video, but like a movie length. Oh my god. I don't Wait, know. why is this the so The internet funny? said that it was coming out, so I'm trusting the internet on this one. Uh-huh. But next, there's a movie called Bullet Train coming out with like Brad Pitt, Logan Lerman, <gasps> our lover, uh, Lady Gaga, and Joey King, mm-hmm. and someone else that I forgot to mention. But it's about serial killers that all end up on a train together that like have that realize like their mm. their assignments are all connected in some way. But I'm just excited to see Brad Pitt and Logan Lerman on screen. Interesting. But I don't know if hmm. wasn't there another film that came out in 2021 or 2020 that had to do with like I feel like every other year there should be a film that's coming out that has to do with like people being enclosed in some sort of space. And, like, a train is one of them. Well, is it or, or Murder on the Orient Express? Yeah, This one's that Death one. in the Niles coming out this year. So yeah, so, like, those kinds of things. I think it's, and then, thinking about it in a deeper way, very interesting that we're all going out to see movies where, like, people are stuck in an yeah. area. That's so, don't make me think like that. <laughs> and don't then coming out. Like and, yeah, and then, yeah. Very interesting. Barbie. Logan. Barbie. <laughs> There's a Barbie movie coming out with Margot Robbie and <laughs> Ryan Gosling and, and Simu Liu. Yeah. And that's the only cast that we know. But our friend Lauren, um, her mom... Works at Mattel. Works at Mattel and tells us things, which I won't reveal. Just so, but finally, we're getting a Barbie movie for adults, and I'm so excited. And Margot's like the perfect woman to be cast. Okay. Top Gun Maverick. This has (laughs) been coming out for more than Avatar. Yeah. The amount of times I've seen things about what's his name? Tom Cruise Mm -hmm. and all the actors, like the other guy actors that are in that movie, it's been coming out for forever. And I'm so tired of it. I want it to be over. I want to no. see it and get it over with. I haven't even seen any other Top Gun movie. Sorry. Is yeah, me multiple? either. I thought there yeah, was only one. Oh, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. Don't check us. We are not boys and we do not watch yeah, Top Gun. Girls don't like planes. <laughs> no. But yeah, that's coming out. So if that's something you're interested in, I guess add it to your list. Mm-hmm. Um, Killers of the Flower Moon. The only thing I know about this is that Leonardo DiCaprio's in it. Like that's the only thing I know. Is it based on a book? Let's see. Uh, Oh. What? The Os- oh, yeah, it is based on a book. Okay. All and I know is that Leonardo DiCaprio's in it, and it has a cool title. Members of the Osage tribe in the United States are murdered under mysterious circumstances in the 1920s. It sounds like very much a movie, a film for him. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. Okay. Yeah. Add that to your list, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, I have Black Adam, a Marvel movie with The <gasps> Rock. Oh, I usually yeah. don't like The Rock Wait, in who movies. The... Who's what? The director? No. I'm looking. Isn't... What's his... Oh. Interesting. Noah Centineo is in it? No, 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 <laughs> no. Get out. No. Okay, let's not mention Noah Centineo, but what? I am very excited. I'm excited to see The Rock play like a superhero because that's like his thing. He looks yeah. like a superhero. I don't know. Ew, I don't like knowing that. Noah Centineo is in it. I had <laughs> yeah. no idea. Why would you put that in my brain? No. Um, okay, Knives Out 2 is coming out. We don't know much about it other than who's I'm in kinda... it. What, have you seen Knives Out? No, I'm... Hello, but I feel like, of course, people are going to want to capitalize on, like, the success of one thing, but I feel like it could have, they just could have, it was such a pristine, like, perfect movie to me. It's so At least they're not trying to continue the story and they're doing a completely different cast with a new, like, crime, which I think is just another crime movie. Yeah, but then at that point, I guess for, like, marketing purposes, calling it Knives Out 2, yeah, is better, but, like, mm, 
Goodness, the first one was just so good. It was so good. It was just so good. Okay, The Gray Man is also coming out. Ryan Gosling's in it. Chris Evans is in it. Reggae John Page from um, Bridgerton's in it. And Ana de Armas, who's also in Knives Out, Mm -hmm. is in it. Oh, Um, Chris Evans. Yeah, but I don't know. It's like a film bro movie. Like, I'm not. I don't have any desire to see it, but I probably will watch it. Anything that has to do with the CIA, FBI. Vikings. Vikings. <laughs> what the? Why? Um, okay, next, Pinocchio. Guillermo del Toro, who's also coming to Chapman like this semester. This has been coming out, or they've been talking about what, this the, forever. The Great okay. Man? Oh, wait, no, Pinocchio. Oh, Pinocchio? Wait, because didn't they do They're a live two. action one so, that came out like kind of recently that wasn't that good or something? I don't remember. I think oh. it was like a. I don't know. There was one that came out. There's multiple things coming out. Yeah. But this one, Guillermo del Toro, he's actually coming to Chapman to screen some of his movies for a masterclass this semester. Uh-huh. Um, but it's a stop motion, and I love stop motion. Yeah. As we all know 2019 so. they came out with like a live action one it was not associated with like anyone crazy oh yeah 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 that's i've been seeing I'm... clips about that but yeah mm-hmm. that's coming out where the crawdads sing is a book that i am scared to read because everyone says so many good things about it mm-hmm. but there yeah. is a film coming out with daisy edgar jones um yeah. i swore that taylor swift's husband um joe alwyn was <laughs> in it but apparently he's not after further research i thought he was gonna be a in lie it. Yeah. i was lied to but I just am excited to watch the movie because I think I'll have less high expectations, even though people have said so many things about the book. I'm just scared to read mm-hmm. it. And then the last, or second to last movie that we have on this list is Disenchanted, the second film to Enchanted. Again, I guess it's the same thing as the Avatar 2 coming out. It's been so long. <laughs> it's been so yeah. long. Why are we coming out oh, with it now? I'm saying yes, yes, yes. yes. And then, Ugh. Maddie, would you like to mention our, um, our little guest, or not guest, our mention of who someone said in our DMs? Oh, or well, a I, I to have our... to. What? Did, well, first, okay. Well, on our Instagram at Girls on Film yes. Radio, we have posted a little question box. Question box. To, if anyone wanted to discuss any films that they're interested in for this year or anything from the past year, twenty twenty one. But we got a response, and we got a response from and my boyfriend Matthew <laughs> said that he is interested in seeing Nope coming out. He says Nope coming out July twenty second. Wow, he knows <laughs> too day. much. No, but. Jordan Gr- Peele. Yeah, great timing because didn't they um, show like one of the tra- like the trailer for Super it during Bowl? the Super Bowl? Yeah. Yes. But <laughs> it just, it's just Jordan posting Peele. about it. Everyone is posting about it. And I'm it's so excited. So the good. trailer doesn't make sense. But, yeah. I, but I'm the liking, Get Out trailer didn't make sense and I love that so yeah, much. Yeah, and I'm liking, it's like, a, it's going more of like a sci-fi route, right? Yes. So I'm liking that a lot. Yeah. Because compared to his other two films, it was very much rooted in reality that yeah. still had like mystical elements but this is very much like something's coming out of the sky yeah i like that a lot and my husband Simon Yen is in it yes. I'm literally in love. and kiki palmer's in yes. it love a comeback a to, comeback for the girls no, the comeback for the girls but i think it's going to be so good yes i okay. have such high expectations and he meets every single one every time he yes. comes out with something i agree so uh, thank you matthew yes thank you matthew. Your, your, your little yeah. comment yeah thank you okay Next, we're going to move on to shows. Those were our films. If you have any more that you think we've, like, missed out on, mm-hmm. go to our Instagram, Girls on Film Radio. Send it to us. We will deeply apologize for missing out on something mm-hmm. that's coming out this year. But if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram, Girls on Film Radio. Please do. So now we're moving on to shows. Mm-hmm. Daisy Jones and the Sex. <gasps> Izzy oh and I. See, it's the book girls, the music girls. This is for the girls only. This is for the girls any only. Any man that no. wants to see this now is not for you. No, it you is can not. put it on in the background, but you're not allowed to actually. It's watch not it. even just the men. It's like not only just film men, but then also music men because l- music, like classic rock men, love to gatekeep. Yes. Okay. So let's let's give a little background to what yeah. the book is about. So yeah. it is a book written by the amazing Taylor Jenkins Reid, who can't miss. She just hasn't <laughs> missed on a book ever. Yeah. I listened to the audiobook of this. Mm-hmm. Spectacular because the 
the book itself is a, a documentary-ish style mm-hmm. where it's interviews with a band called Daisy Jones and the Six, and it's kind of trail like follows them from mm-hmm. beginning to the end of like when they broke up but it makes yeah. it sound so real no it's so good for any okay i am very privy and i'm very biased towards like books that are in like films that are oh. based in the 60s and 70s yeah. and this was like the catalyst for me and i also obviously love music and i love biographies and i so think the, fact, the, the world building with and this. the world building was so good and i am a very I compare this book in the world that she builds very much. I love Fleetwood Mac, and yeah. this is such a Fleetwood Mac dynamic where it's like kind of one woman is the front, like runner, the, yeah. yeah, the front runner for a band in the 60s and 70s, and that's exactly but what. This Fleetwood is not Mac a real was. band. It's fake. No, it's fake. But it sounds so But real. it's so good. But and they're making a show. Yeah, and the the way that she set up the book itself, the book is structured. Perfect. Is in, it's incredible. It's so easy to read yes but you get so engulfed in the story yes. and i'm very excited to see how she's going or them uh, because it's obviously not yeah. taylor Jenkins Reid that's making yeah. it but like very excited to see it's who who's making it is it hulu or amazon prime yeah very interested to see how they're going to do it and but i hope that it's accurate to not only yes. the era but to how we're perceiving the characters yes because riley keogh i can't pronounce her last name is in it our lover Sam Claflin uh, is in it, or my lover at least. Yeah. I love him. And Suki Waterhouse, mm, I am so excited. Yeah, I'm it's so going to be. And not only just because of how good the cast is and how good the story is, but the incor- like incorporating the music aspect of yes. it is going to be so important. Yes, because so, you can't listen to music while reading a book. No, and the whole point of this freaking book was that like they're following the, the story of a band, a yeah. musician. So I'm very scared. That's just like the biggest part for me is I'm yeah. very scared to hear how the music is going to be. Yeah. And I hope that it translates well. I think well. they'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, next, Bel Air. I think they just released like three episodes on Sunday, but it is a it is catered towards, I guess, the people that didn't see Bel Air originally, and it's more of a drama. It's kind of, I don't oh, know, weird. is it coming out on Netflix? It's more dramatic. I don't think it's a comedy, but I know in the first episode, if you see The Chef, I worked with him on a short film. <laughs> uh, so I know him. And I, that makes me very excited, so I'm going to watch it maybe this oh, weekend. Oh, set in the modern day. America. Yeah, so it's more okay. s- it's modern and it's also more of a drama. But okay, yeah, I think Love. it's good for people that didn't get to watch the show originally, like when mm-hmm. it came out. Next, um, super pumped the battle for Uber. Okay, this kind of stuff. I don't know why. I don't want I, it. No, you don't want it. I don't I'm so want it. I think it's because I, as a woman from Silicon Valley, okay, all of these like <laughs> weird startup stuff interests me and like a lot of people that I know so much. Well, I don't know. It's just like I. I think the concept is interesting, but I've seen so many bad ones that I'm just mm. not interested in anymore. Like films about things that or shows about things that have happened about businessmen mm-hmm. have just been done dirty. And I think yeah. they need to be more interesting or visually interesting or appeal yeah. to more people. I just don't I don't actually know the story as a whole from this, but I don't know why. But I feel like I'm going to watch this, even though I, I am not too. as verse in any of this uber? tech stuff yeah and literally uber but, but joseph love, gordon lovett's in it we love joseph gordon lovett he is he's i think he's trying to get back into acting again because yeah. he had his like whole company and he did his whole thing yeah so very interested to see him adapting to like a streamed show now because yeah. i don't think he's done that yet yeah Okay, next, The Dropout. Same thing. I'm so, uh, No, because I'm interested to see this one because this too. is a niche. Like, no, I, this story is crazy. my special interest is this story. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's about Elizabeth Holmes. She is a, the founder of Theranos, or the mm-hmm. co-founder, and yeah. she was pretty much in, 
in, like indicted for fraud yeah. for stealing money from a bunch of people because she made a health product to like test your blood and they, for diseases and it doesn't work. And it's yeah. giving people false tests for like ever a bunch of diseases. And it's so interesting because she she very much branded herself as being like a woman to be taken seriously. Yeah. She was a young businesswoman in Silicon Valley. Yeah, exactly. And she was not to say trying to replicate like Mr. Steve Jobs. No, and she was. She was wearing yeah. the same the same neck, same exact the same thing, turtleneck. Da- dropping the voice, everything. Just her as a figure, so interesting and so weird. Yes. And like whole Silicon Valley girl things. Yes. But who was playing her? I just it's, forgot. It's um 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 Amanda, uh, Amanda it? yes. Seyfried. Seyfried. Yes. Seyfried? But there is another movie coming out. I think this year or next year with Jennifer Lawrence playing her, which is just I think oh, the really? same story, but like oh, more filmy Sorry. and not TV show. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. That's gonna be really good. They look very similar. Next. I, even think about that. I know nothing about this. It's called Pieces of Her. Um, a mom gets caught up in a shooting at a mall, and her dark past is revealed. It's with Tony Collette. I just okay, saw it on a list, and I think it'll be. Decent. Wait, is It'll it based decent. off? Do you know if it's based off a book? I have no idea. I think it's. Is it? It's Probably. A, it's a thriller novel, but I, it might be two different. Probably. Things. Okay, Bridgerton season two. I mean, if you haven't seen Bridgerton, um, the girl I, I who is it? What the heck? From Sex Education, the one. There's like a one girl from Sex yes. Education that's in it. Yes. Oh, love. But is she yeah, like a new character. I don't know. I think she's a new character. Ugh. I don't know if she's a love, the main love interest. Yeah, but we just talked about. Is he kind of? Um, touched on this earlier when i was talking about greed night the representation in that yeah love because it's just it just is it is not part of the plot the characters aren't having you know discourse about race it is just because the actors in them are perfect for that role exactly and And i love it i love it and especially knowing it's a period piece exactly involving better it makes it so complaining about i was like shut up no literally then you cast better you (laughs) You make this you You do do it. it um okay next i found this on also just a random list this is another startup company thing called We Crashed with Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway play a super weird couple who lead this company called We Work which is like I guess a self yeah. help something I don't um, know wait, it's another wait, thing wait. that I'm like I know exactly it just feels like too much shows about business people being I don't know stupid <laughs> no I think it's so interesting not to freaking say this again but coming from Silicon Valley I Silicon Valley yeah I grew <laughs> up being surrounded by people who al- always only wanted to go into STEM into tech yeah. so now having successfully gone into film school and like are pursuing my creative endeavors yeah. as like a possible career it is so interesting to see like the life that i was trying to like get out of and like silicon valley kind of like infiltrating yeah. film interesting yeah that's a good perspective okay next i have the girl from plainville um my mom told me to watch this documentary a while ago but i forgot what it's called um but the girl from plainville is going to be on hulu it's a uh, show um, like a, about a scandal surrounding Michelle Carter, a teenager who encourages her boyfriend to die by suicide. <gasps> was this Elle in the Fanning's car? In it. When I don't know, but wait, I, I know. I think. I feel like people when they look it up will know exactly what like the news yeah. articles and like the headlines were. But I question how it's going to be made because streamers again try to pump out like crime content immediately mm. after it happens. Yeah. So I don't know, but Elle Fanning's in it, so I'm like excited because I like Elle Fanning. Interesting. I the prosthetics are also super good. If anyone, I feel like I remember this story coming out yeah she like coerced her boyfriend into killing himself I, yeah i'm trying and to look said at what that she happened. didn't do it yeah oh my god but yeah that show's coming out okay next the curse i don't uh-huh. know i don't have showtime but apparently this is coming out it's with emma stone oh i was right it <laughs> was i think it's i have heard of this story because i knew i think it oh, was the plainville one yeah i think he, he she convinced him to like get in the car and then the car she it, he died from carbon monoxide so oh, i think okay. it was like from that i have no idea i don't know why i needed to like figure say it out that. yeah figure it out but no, it's okay 
Um, yeah. Okay. The curse. I don't know. It's a married couple. <gasps> Nathan to... Fielder. Yes. It's about a married couple trying to conceive a baby on an HGTV style show. Like they're trying to very. Ma- they're running a TV show in the show itself, and they're also trying to have a baby. But they're running from an evil curse, apparently. Oh, and Benny Safdie is in yes. it. Interesting. All the good stuff. Uh, Nathan okay. Fielder. I love Another him. thing. The First Lady, it's a series coming out about all the different First Ladies and all of like oh, a specific situation that they've I been like in. I that a lot. But I think the pictures that people saw were Viola Davis as Michelle Obama and the prosthetics that they did with her face are insane and crazy. Ooh, really? And yes, look it up. You'll know exactly what I mean when you see it. I'm but it focuses, I think each episode focuses on a different like First Lady throughout history. I'm loving that. I'm yeah. trying to look. Feminism. Nah. <laughs> Women. Politics. Politics. Whoa, actually, whoa. It's crazy. That is not. Everyone go look up the that first lady so prosthetics. It's crazy, <gasps> I know. Oh. Oh my god, that's so cute. And yes. they like cast yeah, love. Okay, next. Um, I'm gonna skip a few because some of these are boring. Oh um, there's the Sandman coming out on Netflix, which I am so interested in seeing. I think it's based on a comic. It focuses on the seven endless and those are dream, destiny, death, desire, despair, delirium, and destruction. And it's about what happens when dream is imprisoned. And I don't know what the trailer did to me. Look up the Sandman trailer on Netflix. I don't know. It's based on a DC comic. It just looks so interesting. Stranger Things season four is coming out. Um, I don't have anything else to say. I, just from Maddie's perspective, the ties that Stranger th- I have with Stranger Things are just so weird. <laughs> I don't know. It's good. No, but it's so good. But just like my personal connections to people who are involved in that show are so weird. Yeah. And, but. It's coming out. Yeah. That's happening. And we love Joe Carey and. I saw Noah Schnapp in the mall once. No, you did. That is silly niche Izzy things, but Ah. yeah. Um, Wednesday on Netflix, directed by Tim Burton, starring Jenna Ortega about Wednesday Adams from The Addams Family. She's so cute and perfect for that. It's the year of Jenna Ortega. I just watched The Fallout, which I think came out this year too. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, did I piss and scream and cry Mm -hmm. at that movie because it was so good. But it's just the year of Jenna Ortega and I have nothing else to say about that. She's amazing. And then yeah. you wrote this down. I wrote, have you ever seen Dollface? I have it's not, on but I saw, I saw oh. it when I was watching Pam and Tommy. Like this, I saw it come up. Yeah. I'm just so inspired, not only by the show, because the it just, and the but like the writer and the conception of it itself, she, the woman who created the show, she was a screenwriting major at USC. She was an intern from freaking Mike Shore. Interesting. Like during like Parks era, I think. So yeah. she was getting super, super involved in all that. She graduated. She wrote this, the um, premise for the first season. She pitched it right when she graduated from college. Yeah. Literally got picked up by Hulu. Amazing. And then they Women. did the first season. Incredible. The cast is so good. Literally Kat Dennings. Women. Women. Yeah. Brenda Song. All of them. We love them. Well. But girls on film at first up. Done. We did it. Completed. Wow. We actually didn't have that many technical difficulties, but thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode back on Girls on Film. We're yes. going to try and upload these so you can listen to them, but tell your friends, tell your family, every single Tuesday at two o'clock. Yes. We are and so happy to be back in the studio. It was very fun. It was so exciting, and I can't wait to see all of our new guests, all of our new films. Yes, all we're going to have so many shows. fun episodes and guests and maybe a niche celebrity Everything. on at some point. We're going to try and we're find gonna someone. And we're going to get a famous guest star on, guys. I promise. It might not be Flula or the Wolf Brothers or Logan Lerman, but it will be someone. But so thank you guys for hanging out with us and I hope that you guys tune in again. Yes. Uh, give us your comments, yes. feedback, anything. Go at follow us film. on Instagram. Yeah, radio. You know the deal. All right, guys. Thank you we'll for listening. see you next week. Bye. Bye.